comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a jittery monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I am Greg Mahachko, joined as always by Captain Greybeard himself, <laughs> the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Uh, Greg, you know what I'm thinking right now? Is it time for a drink? Nope, it is time for uh, <laughs> whatever that was. I don't think it worked out too well. Oh, wait, hold on. Make a move Shortcut to your dreams. All right, that's all you get to hear. Sorry. Do you want to tell the uninitiated what that was? Uh, that's a song I created. Oh, and I and I have it played uh, at the beginning of Peacemaker. <laughs> we'll talk about Peacemaker in uh, a a little bit. We've got a, a special episode planned for you all. We are going to put the bow on twenty twenty one, and by that, uh, we're going to take an idea that that I admittedly blatantly stole from Fat Man Beyond, and we're going to rank the nine Marvel offerings that we got in 2021 uh, from our, you know, we liked it, but we didn't like it as much, all the way up to it was our favorite thing of the entire year. There were nine Marvel offerings between theater experiences and Disney Plus experiences. Uh, and, and we're gonna, that's where we're going to start. Then then we're going to get into, uh, uh, some news and notes, a little bit of things that I've actually been reading just to, to dust off my reading skills and prove I still knew how to do it. I did a little bit of reading and then, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And then we're going to do another list, another rank, uh, of, uh, 11 comic book movie adaptations coming to theaters in 2022 and, and, you know, are, are again, least uh, looking forward to, to, you know, most anticipated. So, um, and then we're going to rank our lists. (laughs) It is going to be a lot of uh, ranks and lists in this episode, by the way, how are you, Mike? I'm doing pretty good. I just like to stare at my beard and say, yep, there's definitely lots of grays. And I even think my hair is starting. You can't really tell, but I can tell when I look at it that the, the grays are popping through. It's more in the beard, though. My, for me, it's the opposite. For me, it's definitely in the hair. Your hair? Yeah. I mean, I still have a very full brown goatee. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With some gray sprouts. With but, a little bit of just with a little bit of just for men, I, too, can have a fully non-gray beard. <laughs> Very um, easy to do with a little ju- uh, just for men touch of gray. I too could look like Reed Richards, but I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna age uh, gracefully. Yeah, I guess I guess I mean, you rapidly. Right, you're, you're, yeah, you're you're already married. You you can go full gray if you want now. 
Thank I'm pretty you. sure your Thank wife's you. gonna stick with you. I mean, well, if she hadn't left me by now, I just I mean, yeah, you're you're good. She's you're just good wait, to go. Waiting on that insurance check. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> let me let me check. Yeah, got some gray down there too. So <laughs> all right. Well <laughs> perfect. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, uh, besides <laughs> that, I am I am doing fine. You uh, did me, a little you, Nolan... <laughs> I was just gonna say you did a little baking tonight. Yes, yes, yeah. Right before uh we started, actually. Well, I mean, we started after dinner, but me and Nolan made snickerdoodle cupcakes Ooh. with uh like a cinnamon cream cheese frosting. They turned out very nicely. I saw I got they a, do look delicious. Yeah. I tasted one of them there. It's pretty good. So we made that. And our next, uh, I think next time, maybe next weekend, we're going to make, it's uh, like, a, what is it? Cookies and cream bars or something like that. I don't know. We have a, we both, me and him have been looking through this recipe, but be like, Ooh, this sounds good. Ooh, this sounds good. I want to try this one. So My luckily I, I walk a lot at work when I'm teaching because I need a lot of, to burn a lot of those calories. Can, can I can I talk briefly about your teaching? Because I don't mm-hmm. stalk you on Facebook. I don't. But okay. I do see your posts and I see mm-hmm. the comments uh, right, right. that are on it. And it appears to me, Mike, that you are very good at your job and beloved by millions. Uh, I, 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 I am pretty good at the presentation teaching aspect of it. I don't know if beloved by Millions is accurate, um, but anyway, I, I did get a good compliment. Yeah, I did get a good compliment the other day. I was I was doing my little teaching thing, like little doing my little presentations. And first of all, this like I've already done the the lessons that I'm doing. I've done them several times already, right? And just in the past years, and now I'm doing um. So this week I've already done one lesson sixteen times, essentially. Ooh. I do it four times a day, four days in a row. Right. So I, I know the lesson in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, so I was doing one of my lessons and then somebody, I don't know who it was. They came over to me because they were like, their office was right next door. So they could hear me the entire time they came over and they were like, Hey, I, I just want to introduce myself as, you know, Mrs. So-and-so I'm the uh, assistant principal or something like that. She's like, you really should be a teacher. I've been listening to your lessons. You really should be a teacher. And I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, I was like, I, 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 I told her, I was like, you know, and I, I took health education. That's my, what my major was, but, you know, kind of learned how to do presentations there in, in college and stuff. I also kind of want to be like, look, I have no idea how I would even do that. And I don't know <laughs> if it's even worth the money. Like if you're going to pay me a lot more, I might look into it. But if I'm getting paid the same, then no. But it was still good to have a compliment. So, yeah, I know that the, the past uh, almost two years now have been really tough on teachers because of the pandemic and everything. And I think oh, yeah. even before that, uh, so I've I've only got a you know my oldest is a kin- in kindergarten, so I have a very limited. But I think there is um, a lot of pressure on teachers, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they they. Try and figure out the best way to word this that's going to get me in the least amount of trouble possible. Um, not all kids have like the same home experience, so not everybody's exactly. getting you know like the the proper. I don't know, discipline is not necessarily the the right word, but but um, you know the teachers aren't getting the support like it used to be when I was a kid. If I screwed up, you know, if I, mom and dad were on my ass, they made sure I did my homework. 
there were no like excuses. They weren't, they were pointing the finger blame at me, not at, you know, the teachers. So I don't know right. if that's necessarily the case anymore. Well, it, uh, so it's not only just discipline, but it's also, there's a lot of kids not even getting support at home. You know, there's kids, I mean, you know, they might get assigned whatever homework and they go home and the, the parents aren't checking to see if it's done. I mean, obviously it depends on your grade level. If you're in high school, you should be able to do it on your own, but you, you know, middle school and stuff like that, parents aren't checking um, or they're not just not helping them out or they're not giving them time to do their homework. You know, but you're absolutely correct. There's, there's a lot of, you know, stuff at home that we're not aware of. I kind of, I so wish I was though. I wish like if I had like a, 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 an abstract superpower, it was, would be to know what happened on the, at home. Right. That way I know like if a kid's sleeping in my class, is he sleeping because he was play, playing video games all night or was he up because, you know, he has to babysit his little brother and little sister because, you know, dad's gone and mom's at work or mm-hmm. whatever, you right. know? Yeah. I would treat those two differently. You know? No, absolutely. And, and you know, like, uh, so my brother-in-law is a farmer mm-hmm. and my sister, uh, works in St. Louis and, and, you know, gets home at, at a reasonable time. But my right. nephew, uh, called me last week. He's like, Uncle Greg, uh, can you help me with the math problem? I was like, I know. And, <laughs> and, and the reason being is like, I, I can't, I'm driving right now. Oh, okay. And math is something like I have to, I have to see. So I said, let me get home. Right. Let me get my clothes changed. And then I'll, I'll FaceTime you and we'll, we'll work out. So he had to do like a, he's in seventh grade. So it's okay. like the beginning of algebra. I said, okay. are you solving for X? He's like, no, I just need to uh, identify the, the math sentence or, you know, the, the, whatever it is. I, I don't know. Okay. You just had to, they're giving you a word problem. I said, word problem. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then it was like, you know, of these four choices, which equation illustrate, you know, properly illustrates the, the word problem given. Now, like, uh, we worked it out. I figured it out and he did, got it did, right. Did your wife help you at all with it? No, I was upstairs. I would see, I was thinking between like you and her, I would, I'd, I'd give the math problem to her. I give a lot of problems to her. And, and believe me, over the <laughs> course of 13 it. years, I've given her a lot of problems. <laughs> but It'd be funny uh, if right in the background, she just appeared and nodded her head and then just went back. Yeah. And she would too. She'd be like, nope. She, yeah. She's 100% on board with that statement. <laughs> I, I believe it. But um, no, it was, it was fun. He got, there. he got it right. And I said, all right, you got it now. Leave me alone. <laughs> awesome, then, we, awesome. then we FaceTimed again later. I said, finish your homework. Yeah, I passed. So, I, I remember yeah. several years ago. This, this, uh, this is how long ago it was. This girl I'm talking about is my my buddy's daughter. And she is now somewhere between 18 and maybe 22, 19 and 22, somewhere around there. I can't I don't really know. She's, she's definitely older. And this was when she had, she had to been like a third or fourth grade mm-hmm. or something like that. But I remember, cause this is, but I, I used to go over to his house and we'd have a couple beers there and stuff like that. And so like, I think I was over there and a couple other friends were over there and, and his, he had his daughter at the time. And she, it, we were, she had some, I think I want to say math problem or I don't even know what kind of problem it was. I can't remember, but all I know 
is it took like five adults to try to figure this problem out. <laughs> five grow, full grown adults all standing <laughs> around being like, wait, no, I think it's okay. Well, I think you have to do this. And then you take the, uh, you know, and we're all going. So yeah, it's not fun. Not fun. No, I'm glad that at least during the early years of the pandemic and hopefully it ends before my son gets into more complicated uh, homework, but you know, like last year when he was pre-K stuff, it was letters, numbers, colors, shapes. I'm like, I know those. Yeah. <laughs> I can do yeah, most of that I, without taking off my shoes. Yeah. I, I, I luckily for you, to, uh, also, you only had one in, in, in school at the time. Because can you imagine what it would be like if you had not only had to have the oldest one in school, but also had to have the two twins. You had like three computers at a time. You know, no, don't like that. Because <laughs> I know, I know my, my mom told me, uh, cause she was helping out with my nephew and niece. Um, they would, when they were doing, you know, virtual learning and they'd be at her house and she would have to like sit there with one of them as they did stuff and then go to the other one. They like literally had to go back and forth all day. Yeah. So yeah, it'd, nah. be, it'd be a madhouse. I don't know. Yeah. 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 And the thing about that too, is both my wife and I are very fortunate that, you know, throughout the, the course of the pandemic, we have both been able to work, you know, right. Uh, right. Now I say that because, because of, you know, some of the time she was on maternity leave, of course, you know, so there's yeah, yeah. things that happen, but uh, you know, a lot of people just had to, you know, fuck off and quit jobs you yeah, know, because, yeah. because of things. So, um, but anyway, well, should we get to our first list? Let's do it. This is the uh, old list, right? The what happened already? The what happened already list, also known as Marvel 2021. We are yes. ranking the nine offerings, the, the nine productions movies yes. shows that they gave us so yes. um my i would love i would be tickled if you would go first with number nine all right number nine uh i won't like like we've talked about before uh started we don't have to go into too much detail about these because we talked about them already in their old school uh so i'll just simply say my number nine is eternals same that's and, what I figured. And, and it's on Disney Plus as of uh, mm. this past Wednesday, December right. 12th. Right. Uh, or I'm sorry, January 12th. <laughs> um, and I've tried watching it over the last couple of days, and I'm still not through it. So but that's, I, that's more than I did. That's however, more than I did. Yeah. I can, I, in, in, in the rewatching that I've uh, tried so far, I can tell you, I'm like, I don't remember that, that portion of the movie at all. That's because I was asleep in the theater. Okay. That portion right. of the movie. <laughs> All right. Um, all right. So that's that's uh, we have the same number. nine. If, if it's OK yep. with you, Mike, I'll take number eight. Yep. go ahead. Um, this one was, I think, May of last year. It, it brought back one of our favorite characters that I just I, I didn't get into it as much as I got into some of the other shows. And that's Loki. Wow. That's my number two. Oh, 
<laughs> I think people know because uh, based on uh, what uh, ranking we did last time, we did a top five list. I think maybe Tom Hanks movies or something. I can't remember. Whatever it was, I once again, I think, or maybe it was Christmas movies, like your low ranking or some of my high rankings. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's completely fine. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I... I went back and I didn't I, I didn't have time to watch the whole every series. So I cheated and I said, OK, I'm going to watch the first episode and I'm going to watch the last episode and I'm going to gauge that. and I'm gonna be like, how much would I really want to watch this whole thing again? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You did all that in the last 24 hours since I told you my idea. Yeah. <sighs> or well, for oh, sorry, I did it for WandaVision, Loki and a lot of times, like I might say the episodes like 50 minutes, I might watch 30 minutes of it and go like, OK, I, I can tell from here. But I did it for I, I didn't do it for Hawkeye. I watched the last 20 minutes of What If because I knew what the first episode was. I remember the first episode. So I basically did it for Loki and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier and okay. WandaVision. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But so I, I liked I like the reason that Loki is so high is um it introduced the multiverse to us. And it was the first time they actually said, this is the multiverse. You know, I, I look, I, I love Tom Hiddleston. I love his mm-hmm. take on Loki. I'm a big fan of Owen Wilson and I have been for years. And uh, Jonathan majors crushes everything he does. And I'm, I'm so excited for him to be in the MCU. I don't know. There's something about that show that I, again, I did not dislike it. Right. I just couldn't put it as high as some of the other ones. So hey, that's understandable. All right. So that was your number eight. Mm-hmm. All right. My number eight is a show that I thought I would like a lot more when, when, when all the shows were being named, I, I, I think I said it on a year ago episode that this is the one I was waiting for, but it just didn't deliver as much as I wanted it to. And that's Falcon and winter soldier. Okay. Okay, I have that smack in the middle at number five. Okay, Falcon yeah. Winter Soldier is number five. Um, and I you you almost get guilty of you know because of the uh season finale, you almost want to call it Captain America and Winter Soldier. Sure, for yeah. for the uh, uh purposes of unamb- unambiguity, I decided just to keep it Falcon and Winter Soldier. But yeah, again, yeah. characters you know actors who who've done great uh with the mm-hmm. characters that they've had, they've been given and in uh, the roles and. Um, I'm I'm excited to see what Anthony Mackie does with the cat with the shield. Um, you know, yeah. going forward. So, uh, absolutely. All right. Well, how about number seven for you, Mike? Go for it. How about oh, my, you, my, you want my number seven? Sorry, I want I want your uh, number seven, big dog. Yes, uh, my number seven. I, I for some reason I just couldn't get into this that much. Uh, I rewatched parts of it. Um, and I, and maybe if I give it more time, I would get into it more. But I'm going to go with what if that's my number seven, Mike. That's your number seven. That's my number seven. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to know, like, okay, so everybody's seen the trailer now for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So Mm -hmm. they know that that like Supreme Strange or, you know, that that Dark Strange or a version of that is coming to the the MCU proper. Um, And there were elements of that show that I liked, but like, I get it. It's, it's what if, and what if is a legacy title in, in Marvel comics. Right. Um, and so I, again, I enjoyed different takes on it, 
but there was nothing there, you know, at, at least potentially uh, initially until we saw that uh, Doctor Strange trailer. There's nothing there that really adds to the MCU. So I was like, ah, okay, yeah. it's it's there. I kind of felt like that with Eternals too, because until you get to the post credit scenes, there's nothing. I mean, there there's you no know, like, why didn't you guys do? There there's the conversation, uh, the 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 talk about like, why didn't you step in against Thanos? Things like that. It's right. We're, we're not supposed to. Blah blah blah. Um, but again, until you get like Wong at the end, there's no, you know, like eh, it's just a bunch of new people that I hadn't heard of. So yeah, I know. I agree with you. All right, number six, then I will take this one first. Uh, and, and it was uh, a late year uh, show, or not say show, uh, movie, uh, and that is Shang-Chi. Ooh, that is my number four. Oh, uh, I wonder if uh, your number four is, is my, or your number six is my number four. Who knows? Shang-Chi is kind of break that one a little bit lower. I did, but again, I I liked it. Uh, I've only seen right. it once. I, I didn't go back for a repeat viewing. Um, I there is there are a couple of of um, titles on here that I have gone back for repeat viewings on. Um, and if I had the time, I would be in a theater watching Spider Man No Way Home again because right, um, right. you know uh, spoilers. Damn. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, but Shang Chi is not, uh, and I think. What, what I do really like about Shang-Chi is, uh, you know, I was watching it on a Saturday morning when uh, my boy came downstairs. And so we ended up watching like the last half or two thirds of the movie together. So that was pretty cool because then we went shopping and he was seeing toys in the store. He's like, oh, that's that's from that movie, Daddy. I said, yes, yeah, it yeah. is. He's like, can I get it? I said, no, we're a month from Christmas. No, <laughs> tell Santa you want it. And they told Santa he wanted a dinosaur. So you know what? He got a dinosaur. Well, all right. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, uh, ranking it at six isn't bad. Like I said, mine's at four, so it's not that too much of a difference. Uh, I I really enjoyed it, really enjoyed the action. I think the last maybe third of the movie kind of gets a little crazy, you know, but still not crazy enough for it to be really bad. No, no. And in fact, I, I it, it deserves another watch. Yeah. So yeah. I, I'll, I'll. You know, maybe this weekend I'll try to pop it on. There you go. All right. So my number six, maybe it's your number four. Who knows? Um, I just uh, this one just uh, just came a couple years too late. And that's Black Widow. That is my number four. <laughs> oh, OK, OK. <laughs> yeah, the Black Widow was good. Like all, all these are really good. I mean, for the most part, you know, they're, they're, they're all these rank from not bad to really good. All right. None of them are bad, but Black Widow, it would have been so much better to have that movie come out almost exactly as it is like in phase two. Yeah. You know, it just it was it just felt like there was similar to Eternals, similar to where it was like there's not much going on with it until, you know, near the end when we realize, okay, we have another Black Widow. Right. And we have a Black Widow replacement. I'm still trying to it, not just determine or decipher. I know it's mm-hmm. been told. I just don't remember where in the like chronology of the MCU it takes place. You know, it's after it, Ultron. Uh, no, it's uh, between Civil War and uh, Infinity War. 
Okay. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah, that that would have been a great place, honestly. Right. To, exactly. That would have been perfect. To, right. <laughs> but again, you're right. Oh. One of the one of oh, and um, uh, red brother is good. You know, uh, David Harbour. Yeah. <laughs> not not his real name. The red brother. <laughs> red Guardian, I think. But I like Red Brother better. Red Brother. Uh, he he was he was good. But yeah, Yelena was the um. Uh, break like the the break and, and uh, like you mentioned the black widow going forward and uh and, and yeah there that movie's fitting i guess close to scarlett johansson yeah but yeah. Oh, the, yeah but the gift uh the real gift was uh the emergence of yelena so yeah by the way uh when is yelena going to lose her russian accent because every actress if they're doing an accent, they start out the first movie, really strong accent. And then usually by like the second or third one, they're, they have no accent whatsoever. Think about like uh, ha- uh, Halle Berry in, uh, playing storm and, and, and X and, and the first X-Men strong, whatever accent that's supposed to be. And then by, you know, the last, whatever it was, she had no accent whatsoever. Well, I think, and this is purely speculation as I wait for Google to load, um, mm-hmm. But the young lady who plays um, Florence Pugh, yeah, Florence, yeah, Florence Pugh. Thank you. Uh, okay, so she's English. Yeah, um, exactly. So yeah. it's only it's only a matter of time. I would say yeah. <sighs> next next actual movie she's in, not not TV show. You don't think? I don't. I I, hmm, I don't know what her next movie is supposed to be. I don't know either. Well, what by the, the way, I don't want her to lose it either. Right. Of course not. But I, you know, it, it happens. Uh, nope. Nothing. Nothing on her uh, about upcoming Marvel projects. So um, I would almost say let her have it for the movie and then drop it for the series. There you go. That's perfect. And and don't even mention why she drops it. She just. And, and she doesn't even have an American accent. I want her to have the, her own English accent. Her British accent. Oh, completely changed, yeah. Or or you better be like Cockney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love. <laughs> All right. Oh, what? I know it's me, Yelena. <laughs> like, what? They didn't expect that. Yeah, okay. All right, Mike. So, you know my number five. What is your number five? Wait, do I know your number five? What was your number five? Oh, yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, okay. All right, my number five was one that I thought would be lower on the list, but I gave it another shot. Luckily, it had... Okay, I know what unluckily, it is. Unluckily, it had the worst first episode, but it made up for it in the last episode, and that is WandaVision. Okay. WandaVision is my number three. Number three? Okay, I figured it would be high for you. I figured that. And... and- I love it for all the reasons you hate it <laughs> because I love those black and white, like nostalgia Americana episodes. I love the wow. homages to Dick Van Dyke show and to Bewitched. Uh, and, and I was, I, I'm obviously glad that we progressed out of that, but I love, especially the backstory that they told mm-hmm. of, you know, like in Sokovia where, where they were like watching old American TV shows right. and like so that was her like only place of comfort 
Um, and so I, I loved that, that she incorporated that so deeply. Uh, it sucks that she had to take a town hostage to do it, but I, I, I'm happy we got there. So you say you liked the, you know, the nostalgic 50s part of it and stuff like that, you know, the big fan dyke. And I, I totally understand that. The reason I say it's the wor- first, the worst first episode of a series is because that's all it did. If if this was nine episodes, I think it was nine episodes. If it was nine episodes of just Wanda and or Scarlet Witch and Vision in a fifties TV sitcom, would you like it? I mean, I think I would. Where, where there's like nothing, there's you know, it's just typical fifties sitcom. Like, would you? It, it's supposed to be in Marvel, right? But would I mean you would still have the elements of Wanda and Vision? Right. I mean, like, the yeah, she, but like in the first episode. Yeah. And then where's the hokey and cheesy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you know what? I, again, I think that's why I'm glad they did the evolution of it. You know, right. You wanted whole, them to change uh, after a while. It's not, uh, it's not about me wanting to change. They, you know, she had to progress through her stages of grief. You know, like she's like, oh, okay. And, but it, I didn't, bump up against the fact that they were black and white and she was in, you know, like dressing heels and all that stuff. I, I didn't bump it up in, in that at all. And I, I enjoyed those for early episodes as much as See, the back I, end of the series season. I, I, I think, and, and then if you enjoy it, that's completely fine. Um, I, if for the, especially the first and second and probably third and fourth episode, it felt like it was a Saturday night live skit that went on, 15 minutes too long like it's like okay i get it i I understand you know it's you know she's in the 50s right now she's doing this thing but it's like i honestly almost would have wanted in the first maybe one or two episodes they cover the 50s 60s 70s 80s and 90s and then let's get on with the story and the mystery and stuff like that you know you think like if i remember correctly wandavision went nine episodes nine yeah I think if you rush through those first ones, though, you you probably cut down the season to six episodes. That's fine. Oh, okay. but I will say, like I said, the this the series finale of it did save it because I, and especially me, I'm going back and watching it again without the thought of like, okay, we're missing out on this, this, and this. I I went back and just saw it as it was, and you get to see obviously her become the Scarlet Witch or essentially, you know, get the her powers and stuff like that. Um, you don't, you get to see her save her family. I even liked the, the vision versus vision fight, mm-hmm. you know, I think uh, one of, one of my most joyous TV clips or moments of last year was in episode two when vision uh, chewed the bubble gum and then he accidentally swallowed it. So you have like the really oh. cheesy graphics of like, you know, it the gumming up the works right. and, and he's essentially acting drunk and like drunk yeah. vision is kind of hilarious. Right. Right. Yeah. So. All right. So that was my number five. I think we, and we know each other's it. number fours, right? Mm-hmm. right. Mine's black so, widow. Yours is Shang-Chi and absolutely. my number three was WandaVision and your number three is. Hawkeye. Okay. All right. That is my number two. That's your number two. Okay. All right. 
Um, you know, it, it came close to being my number two. I'll, I'll tell you right now, like it's my number two, like I said, it was Loki. Um, Hawkeye came really close. I really liked the way, um, you know, they portrayed the uh, the relationship between Jeremy Renner and Haley Steinfeld, you know, Bishop and Hawkeye. Uh, I like that they introduced Kingpin. And not only did they introduce Kingpin, uh, they, he was actually in it for a bit. Now, it's technically the same Kingpin because Vincent D'Onofrio has done interviews and said, yes, this is the same Kingpin from Netflix. It's linear. I've, I've been watching Daredevil, uh, re watching it, and uh, it's, we've talked about it before. It's just not going to be as intimidating. Um, but I'm so glad they Vincent D'Onofrio is back, regardless if it's in, on Disney Plus or not. So, uh, yeah. So that's it was your number two. Okay. Okay. And that's when I want to go back and, and watch again when, you know, the just because uh, there, there are moments of that, little small moments, um, you realize that, and, and I, this was highlighted again recently on, again, a Fat Man Beyond, but there's some dialogue between Kate Bishop and uh, Clint where he's like, you know, why? Why, why, why do you follow me? She's like, you fought in those aliens with a string and a stick. And I saw you jump off a building and you, you realize that like, and I think we talked about this before outside of Natasha, you know, he's vulnerable, you know, like Captain America, oh, yeah. Captain America and Thor's Thor and Iron Man has the suit and Hulk is Hulk, of course, but you know, he's just flesh and blood, you know? And yeah. so to there, there's a certain level of bravery, you know, like it, it's, it takes a lot more bravery to do what he did, I think, than to, to be like Captain America or Thor, you know, when, when they're, you know, a, a God or, you know, like a super soldier. So. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. All right. And especially if he runs out of arrows, he's kind of screwed, which I think he did. At one point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like take one from a did carcass. You did you watch or ever see the Saturday night live when he was on when Jeremy Renner was on there? I don't think so. They kind of do a joke about that where like, he, he's obviously playing Hawkeye and it's like during like the Avengers first Avengers battle. And he's just like, well, I'm out of arrows guys. I'm going to go home. And they're like, wait, what? You're out of arrows. <laughs> and he's like, yep, I'm out of arrows. So uh, I guess that's it. They're like, we have like a thousand more aliens to fight. And he's like, well, I brought 11 arrows. Yeah. I brought 11 arrows. They're like, you only brought 11. And he's like, yeah. And I killed 11 bad guys. So it was pretty good. I'll, I'll have to look that up. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, I think Jeremy Renner has a, a certain appreciation. He also, you don't realize this. I think he's close to 50 or over 50. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't look it. He, he's doing all right for himself. That old Jeremy Renner. You know, another thing I learned about Jeremy Renner, and this goes along with, like I told you before, me and my son are watching Dexter together. He, Jeremy Renner, was apparently in the running to play Dexter. That's I guess, I, I, yeah, I, I guess Jeremy Renner has played a serial killer before. Who did he play? Somebody, like a, a famous serial killer in like either a movie or a TV show or something like that. Um, got it. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah. So me and my son were talking about it, and I said, "I mean, I guess you could say he was Hawkeye. Yeah. He was a serial killer. He's killing eleven aliens." True, true. 
Um, but we were talking about what I say would uh, Michael C. Hall, who plays Dexter, would he make a better Hawkeye or would Jeremy Renner make a better Dexter? And I know you haven't watched Dexter. Um, so but we both said, like, I, we, we can't picture Michael C. Hall as a superhero. No, I feel like there's something about him that just uh, not screams, but right. Like is like bad guy. Something. Yeah. You know, you're like, something's off there. Something's just off, you know? All right. So the bad news is I don't know enough about any of the titles of his movies to be able to say he was a serial killer in that one. Yeah. Well, somebody will know. So if you're one of the two listeners. I Best forgot. Friend of the show, Josh, look it up. <laughs> I forgot that he was in SWAT. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think he was like the the little turncoat guy. Uh, I possibly. Or he was like the little shithead, like one of them to fail type of thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, moving on. Our number ones, then I think it is anonymous. I mean, unanimous. Yes. Uh, and that is Spider-Man Far From Home. Spider-Man uh, Homecoming. You're close. The you're Amazing Spider-Man three and a half. Yes, it. That, it's it's Spider-Man four. Spider-Man Unleash with, the Carnage. Yes, that's it. You name you nailed it. Also, also known as Spider-Man No Way Home. I think that's that right. was just that's a given. Yeah. And and some people might say recency bias. I'll be like, nope. That's the no. best thing I've seen in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. At least since uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Okay. Which I was, won't agree with you there, but sure. Roughly, that's called, hard to believe that was close to a year old now. I know. Because I think crazy. it was March of last year, like mid-March. So Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's our list, Mike. All right. Well, that's one of our lists. (laughs) That's true. We're only halfway through this sucker, and we're going to do a little uh, intermission, a little halftime, and uh, we're going to give some news and notes. And I want to tell you all what I read tonight. Mike, I'd like to start there, if that's okay. Let's do it. I have finished. I stopped by Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois today, and I only had one book in uh, my poll file, but it was number five of not all robots. Ooh, is that the last one? Allegedly, it is. At the end, it says end of volume one. Okay, okay. Now, I don't know if there will be a volume two. I hope so. I have enjoyed the story. I, I, I've been talking it up since issue one, which was, I feel like, August. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've been talking it up. I, ha- I enjoyed the story. It Look, there are not so subtle um, correlations that can be drawn to kind of what's going on in, in politics and society these days. Um, and I still enjoy it. I was a little underwhelmed by the, by the end of, you know, by the, what, what I, I read here by the end of the second half of issue five, I was hoping for more resolution. So that's why I'm hopeful that there's more to come from not all robots, but, uh, overall, and I'm not going to get into a whole lot of the plot. I feel like when I do that, a I don't do a good job, and two I spend a whole lot of time doing a not too good job 
Um, okay. <laughs> but I still recommend not all robots. I hope that other people read it, maybe come to a different conclusion uh, of, of issue five than I do. Um, there's, there's some happiness at the end. And, uh, uh, but there's also maybe some trauma. Um, it, it, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I don't know how to, it's really weird. I usually, I'm, I'm, I've got an idea of how to describe things. And this time I don't, um, like I said, I enjoyed the story. Um, and I, I hope people check it out. It's from, uh, Upshot comics or Upshot publications or, um, AWA studios.net. You can go there and Mark Russell wrote it. Mike, uh, Diodato jr. And Lee Lawridge or Lawridge contributed on, on the art. Um, uh, I like the, I like the art. It's kind of grainy, kind of a gritty style to it. Uh, again, I like the story. I like the concept. I'm a little let down by just the finale, but otherwise, you know, overall on, on a scale of 10, it's a solid six and a half to seven plus. So that's pretty good. Yeah. I would, that'd be one I'm definitely going to have to check out after well, I read the 700 <laughs> I have right now. Let's say I, I know a guy. <laughs> And while I was at Twilight Comics, Swansea, Illinois, uh, I was looking up and down for something new to buy to add to the stack of things that I'll read eventually. Okay. And I, you know, they can scan a barcode, punch in your account and see if you bought a certain title. So I took uh, Marvel's War of the Realms, which Jason Aaron wrote, uh, you know, the multi-part uh mm-hmm. you know event a few years ago and mark there the guy's like yep you bought this in like august of 2019 i'll say because i remember reading it okay good i said like, yeah, yeah i thought it sounded familiar <laughs> so yeah. I, 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 I said but it also wouldn't be the first time that i bought duplicates <laughs> so i put it back and i was i was pretty well resigned to walk out with just not all robots number five and then mm-hmm. it you couldn't even see the cover art all i really saw was the the spine of the book which says we live extension day that's that's it and it's from aftershock which has always been good to us uh, yeah. aftershock gave us a uh, the descendant uh, mm-hmm. and that's how we first had you know step came we're introduced to stephanie phillips and and then she went on to do great things including come on the show here a couple of years ago. Uh, now she's writing for DC doing uh, Wonder Woman and Harley Quinn. So I said, oh, let, let's look at the cover. And I'll be honest with you, Mike. That's a pretty stunning cover. Ooh, yes. So uh, all I know about We Live, I, I barely opened it, thumb through, see if I would like some of the interior art. The year is 2084 and the world has changed. Wrecked, racked, I should say. By calamities and crawling with monsters, the last remaining humans face a dangerous existence. And now, the Earth has been sent a message from the deepest reaches of space, a dark countdown to the extinction of all humanity. But there is hope. 5,000 children will be rescued by these mysterious message senders to live a new life in the stars. This is the journey of Hototo, one of the lucky 5,000. But only if his teenage sister Tala can safely deliver him to the nearest beacon before time runs out. We Live is a world of violence and beauty, a unique tale of the apocalypse as told by Inaki Miranda, 
and Roy Miranda that invites both dread and hope. Sounds intriguing, actually. Right? Got a little bit of apocalypse, a little sci-fi, maybe, adventure. I think a raccoon. Maybe a raccoon, maybe a tree, a talking tree. Who knows? I don't know, but look at some of the creatures on the back cover. Hell yeah. Those are pretty cool looking cats. I mean, I say that because they look like they sure are some cool extraterrestrial lions. So, so we live, and this is volume one, Aftershock Comics. I'll tell you all about it when I get around to reading in eight or nine months or years. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Now, Mike, you uh, had some really, things for us as well. Um, I didn't. I haven't read anything, but I oh, do have a little bit of news. News. Take us to the news. Yeah, I just I posted on our Facebook page today. Hopefully, uh, everyone goes follows our Facebook page and our Twitter page uh, at Nerds United Show or Nerd United Show, whatever it is. Um, what is it now? Facebook.com slash Nerds United Show, Twitter at Nerds United Show, uh, Instagram at Nerds United Show, email Nerds United Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm not doing much with the Instagram right now because Instagram is pictures, and I realize it's just we don't have enough much followers on there for me to do much. But uh, if if we get enough followers, I'll take more pictures. I guess I don't know. <laughs> but Twitter for sure. Definitely follow us on Twitter. I think what I'll do is I'll take a picture of we live and put it on Instagram so that people can see. Give the Miranda brothers go. some love. Good. There you go. That's perfect. All right. Um, but anyway, uh, I found out that uh, I forget when it is, but coming maybe next year, there is going to be the Santa Claus series. I believe it's a series on Disney Plus starring, of course, Tim Allen, Tim, the tool man, Taylor, uh, Scott Calvin. And all, the only thing that it said about it is that, you know, Scott Calvin uh, is turning 65 and realizes he can't be Santa Claus forever. So I'm I'm thinking that they're going to try to set it up to give it to maybe an actor in their 40s so they can continue on a Santa Claus. Yes. Theory. Theory, yes. In the first The Santa Claus movie, uh-huh. right? young Charlie was very excited to take over the family business. True, true. So maybe there's a way where young Charlie comes back and dons the suit. All he has to do is patricide, kill his father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they, it's on Disney Plus where they make it extremely dark. <laughs> yeah. like, like Peacemaker. <laughs> like yeah it's like uh disney no, disney plus doesn't say anything but disney plus on on their own they have finally decided that they are going to have adult content you know and uh you, people would think like oh it's going to be deadpool or whatever but no the first like a, adult content uh type they have is the santa claus <laughs> now ever since you mentioned it i have my mind in a space that is like 20th Century Fox meets Disney Plus. Right. Deadpool, right, yeah, exactly. Deadpool kills Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's what it is. That's uh, that's even better. That's it's the it's complete exactly how you would think of Disney Plus movies. So we're talking about Santa Claus or Disney Plus series. Is, let's say it's eight episodes, right? Completely exactly, you know, it's family friendly and everything. And then the last episode. 
the last 10 minutes, Deadpool comes in and kills like straight and, and blood and everything. Yeah. yeah. Straight up kills, completely changes, completely kills Santa Claus. Now, not only that, but not the Deadpool, you know, and love, but the Wade Wilson from uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just was like, this is what you guys wanted, right? All, All right. right. So I think I think we have a pretty good script then. I like it. Disney call us. Uh, and then Peacemaker did a debut this week with its first three episodes. And I was fortunate at time of recording to have watched them all, Mike. Greg, do you know what the uh, intro song is? Uh, you played it for us earlier. Is it this? Doesn't that get stuck in your head? Apparently, the full version is out now, and like the full version with the, the whole dance and everything. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I uh, after I watched it the first time around, and the second and third third times around, I hit skip intro. No, I I I I want to watch the next episode just so I can watch the intro. Mike, I'm going to send you something. Didn't messenger here after the show. Okay. <laughs> so you just have it forever. Yes. <sighs> so what do you think about peace? I almost said peacekeeper peacemaker so far. Peacemaker so far. So good. You know? Um, yeah. Kind I of, wasn't kind expecting. Of, I was expecting Robert Patrick. Like I didn't look at the cast list ahead of time. Oh, like, yeah. He was like in the trailer and stuff. So I see. I'm, a, I'm sure I saw it, but it, it didn't like I forgot it. To think that yeah. like evil T one thousand. This is not the first time that he and John Cena have worked together. That's true. Do you remember the movie? No. John Cena's first theatric role, the Marine from WWE Studios. Robert Patrick played the bad guy who stole yes. uh, Cena's lady wife, I, I believe, and yeah. uh, kidnapped her and. Was gonna do bad things to her. And the Marine had to do Marine like things and just put, that's what, yeah, boots to asses. One thing when I, I, because I knew he was, uh, he was playing, uh, John Cena's dad. One thing I thought about, I was like, they're, I think they're closer in age than people realize. And Cena's 50 or 51, which, first of all, on its own is just amazing. And I, I think I think that's his age. Uh, and then um, what's it? Oh God, forgot his name. His dad. Yes. Time out. Time out. John Cena's forty four. Sorry, forty four. Okay, forty four. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, 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 was, I said fifty fifty one. I'm like, no, maybe he's not that old. But still, forty four. Okay. So look, I he's uh, four years older than me, and he looks way better. Um. But Not really, it, way better. Uh, I wouldn't say way better. I mean, yeah, way better. And the guy who plays his dad, which I can't remember his name off the top of my Robert head, Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. I was, I'm like Patrick Robert. That's not right. Uh, it's 63. Okay. Which I can kind of tell he's 63. He looks a little. I mean, that's Evil T 1000. He's been he's that's been around exactly. the block a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, the eagle, eagly, 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 so fun. 
I that that yes. opening when you first see Eagly, I was that was so touching and, and so moved. He hugged Peacemaker. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I've never seen an eagle hug before, and well, that was tremendous. That's, that's, that's that you get, you know. Um, so you're not you into episode three yet, almost at season three. I'm right. getting way ahead of myself. Um, but you have seen, I believe it's One. episode two. Yes, with the first, like the butterfly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Oh, me neither. <laughs> uh, but they had a lot of things in that show that I did not anticipate at all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and one of the kind of little things that you don't expect in in any movie, really, is with the knife fight, he's actually getting stabbed. Think about every knife fight you've seen. In movies, what happens? Block, 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 grab wrist. I see, I see, I see. Okay. I thought, yeah. okay. I It took me a minute to process. I'm glad you clarified because I'm like, I don't think John Cena's actually being stabbed. Oh, no. no. But you're oh, right. You never know. The, 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 the character is taking yeah. battle damage. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, and it's crazy to think because, like, by all accounts, if you watch it and I watched and you watched the Suicide Squad last year, uh, and that's the thing we should we should remind people, we only obviously ranked the Marvel because it was a very busy oh, year yes. last year for Marvel. Yeah. Um, so there were some DC ones that you know we just didn't care about. Yeah. It's DC. <laughs> it's unless it's Green Lantern, it's it's not on our radar. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Right, Mike? That's right. Say it. I said sure. Yeah, say it with conviction. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but you're right. Um, the, the, he was shot in the neck mm-hmm. by an expert marksman in the Suicide Squad, and he's still with us. So yes, and so, had a building fall on him, and 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 they they mentioned both. I would have thought yes. they because they were talking about you know like uh, spoiler, I guess minor spoiler if if you haven't seen the first couple episodes. But, uh, you know, they're threatening him and they're they're saying, you know, the tracker's still in you. And I would have right. thought, like, maybe there was some, like, maybe the bullet took the tracker out because they, they put those in the neck. But but that is not well, the case. Well, you know, and obviously I don't know the guy. I haven't, you know, seen any more. But I have a feeling that we're going to find out that the tracker is not in there. That they're just saying they have the tracker in there, or or that maybe this tracker is malfunctioned, you know, where I can't really kill them or something. I'd be okay with that. There, there yeah. are. I, this is, I guess, a minor spoiler. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, in in episode three, they do have a tracker and they do see Peacemaker on on the screen as a okay, okay. flashing red dot. I, I don't think it's a spoiler. It's more, no, you know, no, contextually. No. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, you know, now these are coming out because we had the first three, obviously, yesterday, and they're going to be coming out weekly from now on. I believe so. I'm I'm guessing every Thursday then. Sure. Yeah, I, I love how uh, I love John Cena's approach to the character. And I think all of that, of course, comes from the writing of James Gunn. But but he's like a dipshit asshole. <laughs> yeah. You know, like he he's he's in uh, and again. Minor spoilers. I apologize, but uh, after he hooks up uh, with uh, the the chick, and then 
you know, what the aftermath of that, he's kind of like stealing, <laughs> like he's going through yeah. her record collection and CDs and he's wrapping it yeah. all up in a, a sheet or something like that. And to, to get away, he's jumping balcony to balcony, but he's tossing this like those records probably aren't going to be any good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> he's just like just jumping 10 feet down and, you know, four feet, you know, over and 10 feet down or whatever. He's like landing with a thud. There's no, uh, he's like a bull in the China shop, I think is, is the best way yeah. to describe peacemaker. So, but it's fun. John Cena is, he's doing a terrific job uh, in the role. And I think he's having a lot of fun. Yeah. Agreed. So anything else that we have news notes or otherwise, before we get on to 2022 excitement I and s- anticipation, I say we get on to 2022, but I'm also going to, I'll let you know right now because I've been kind of looking up release dates as much as I can on our list. There's one that I the release date was May 5th, 2023. So do we want to scratch that off of our list or do we, we want to say we should scratch that off of our list? All right. So that and, and verify it if you can. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. All the other ones, some of them had legit like this uh, date. And year other ones just had 2022 but so maybe it, i looked up it does say uh, at least according to google may 23rd 2023 so okay so we're gonna All right. cross that one off thanks a lot for screwing that up facebook jerks <laughs> we're gonna, we gotta renumber these now yeah i'll see it, it it uh renumbered mine automatically <gasps> what your magic Ooh, I do like when you go to Guardians of the Galaxy 3 on Google and the cast is Dave Bautista first, Chris, okay. <laughs> Chris Pratt, Karen Gillan, Zoe Saldana, uh, Palm Clemente from probably getting mm-hmm. that way wrong, Will yeah. Poulter as Adam Warlock. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sean Gunn as the brother and then so on and so forth. Dave Bautista's first, though? According to Google. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe he, maybe he has the most, uh, he stars the most in it. They change it up on us. I doubt it. I doubt it too. But anyway, let's, most, uh, most of the time, most of the time you know, if, if he's, you know, most of the time you can't see him if he's standing still. So that's true. That's true. And, and you know, that's probably why he actually is in it the most amount of time, but we don't see him. Fair. You know, that's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah. And he's getting paid by the minute. Absolutely. All right. So up 2022 upcoming both Marvel and DC movies for those that are are curious. Right. Yeah. We don't discriminate here. No. Um, Do you just want to let's get into it? Let's do it. Let's do it. How about you go first? Okay, I'll go first. Uh, uh, my number 10, it doesn't, didn't have a release date that I know of, just said 2022. I don't know too much about it. And I'm, as of right now, not too excited about it. It's Batgirl. That's also my number 10. That's what I figured. Yeah. For, for, for same reasons. I, I saw there was the first, I think, promotional image uh, of mm-hmm. the actress in the suit today. I like the suit, yeah. looks comic. Um, it, I like for two reasons. It looks comic accurate to the, the newer suit, uh, I think from maybe new 52, something like that, you know, where it's, you know, more modern. Um, right. Right. But the, the colors, even of that suit from the comics remind me of Batgirl 66. 
you know, uh, and, and the, it's the purple with the, the yellow bat uh, logo symbol on the chest uh, and the, and the purple headpiece. So I was very excited to see that. Um, and I, you know, I don't know. I, I can't say for sure. That's one that I'm going to get to the theaters to see, but I'll, I will watch Batgirl. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I just, I tried to look up what the, the suit looks like and it, it just went straight to like the old school Batgirl. I'm like, yeah, that's not it. Um, I will say I, you know, Michael Keaton is going to be in this as uh, Batman. True. It's in some form. Brendan Fraser is going to play Firefly. I believe that's the the correct name. So it, it does have some good elements to it, but it's just it's one of those I just don't know too much about it right now. So that's why that's why I have it at the very left. Have, have did did you see the the picture of the suit, or is that what you were looking at at the time? Uh, that's what I'm trying to look for. I I uh, think. This all right, is hold on, maybe. Hold on, I, I will send it to you. I, I okay. do that. I do like it quite a bit. Okay, that should work. There you go. All right. Again, it's it's modern with classic touches, and it, I think it really is taken right out of the comic book. Leslie Great Leslie Grace, by the way, is oh, the okay. uh, yeah, yeah. actress who will oh, yeah. star. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Cool. It's not what I it's not what I would expect, but yeah, that's good. I'm sorry, Mike. They can't all be out with their bosoms. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> could if they it's really tried. It's 2022. <laughs> They're not all like I'm. I'm. Right. I'm so old. I remember a Pamela Anderson movie called Barb Wire. The same. We're not in that world anymore. No. No. <laughs> Like the Power remember, Girl, I think we're gonna get. I, I I don't know. I think it's Power Girl, but but or or whatever Supergirl we're getting for the Flash movie. Like we're never gonna get a a, a comic accurate version of Power Girl, where it's just you know it's the white suit, blue gloves, and a lot of mm-hmm. bazongas. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. I'm so we had the same number ten. Tell us what your number nine was. I think we're gonna have the same number nine as well, Mike. We might. We might. It's we actually just talked about it last week. Okay. It it was it's been kicked around a few times and its release date is now April 1st. So the joke jokes on all of us. It's Morbius. Yes, absolutely. Uh, And, you know, you so a lot of my list when I'm going through it, like I usually more excited about stuff that I know more about. Right. This one, like we have seen trailers for it, and don't get me wrong, I do want to see it, but it's just like one of those, like, eh, okay. I feel yeah. like it's got a, a, and this is not no disrespect to Sony, this is no disrespect to Tom Hardy, but it's got a little bit of venom. It's it's secondary characters. Yeah, you yeah. know, like I think one of the reasons why, not as the only, it's not the only reason, but one of the reasons that the movie Joker didn't resonate as well with me is because it's very difficult to have a Joker movie without Batman. Right. You know, and I, I think now obviously box office and critical acclaim is different, but I, it's difficult to have a Venom movie without the spider first, you know, and I similar to Morbius, Morbius lives in that world. So what connective tissue is there to Spider-Man to, you know, kind of see it, see it through. So I don't know. Really, that, and that's kind of one of the main reasons I want to see Morbius is to see what universe this fits in. Right, right. You know, and and we, I think we, I, I think I say this for both of us. We would definitely be more excited if it was like 
Spider-Man fighting Morbius. Like, okay, now I'm more interested, you know, or, rather than just a Morbius origin story. And I remember the 90s Spider-Man cartoon where yep, yep. they fought initially out of a, a misunderstanding and then they mm-hmm. came together to help to try to find a cure for Michael Morbius. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Blade showed up and it was it was a whole thing. But yeah, I, you know, a little a little conflict and a little misunderstanding uh, that that leads in a conflict and then some some communication and resolution. I'm, I'm OK with all of that. Yeah. So I remember Morbius and I want to say it was an Xbox 360 Spider-Man game. Or or it, it had to been a 361. I forgot which one it was, but yeah, it was yeah, it was like a little side story. So I didn't know that. I never played that game. Yeah. So all right, Mike, what's your what's the next one up on the list for you? Uh so we have the same number 10, we have the same number nine. Uh my number eight, uh I is coming out in 2022. And I I probably have heard some news about it, but not enough to get too excited. And that's uh Aquaman to Lost Kingdom or something, whatever it's called. It's my number eight. eight. <laughs> That's funny. This is going to be the quickest version ever. <laughs> it will be. It will be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you know much. If you know much more about Aquaman two, but yeah, no, except that nobody apparently likes Amber Heard. That's true. That's true. Yes. But other than that, as long as the producers, the studio, and Jason Momoa are on board, she's not going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm curious to see how they bring back uh, Orm, uh, uh, you know, the Ocean Master, just, you know, because he was not exiled, but he was defeated at the end of the first one. So, again, there's curiosities. There's, um, oh yeah, you know, we're going to get another big showdown with uh, Manta for some reason. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll check it out. I'm just not as excited for that as now my number seven actually mm-hmm. just resumed production uh, okay. here in the last couple of days. Uh, it's still, I guess, on track to be uh, coming out in 2022, and that would be Wakanda Forever. Oh, that's my number five. Oh, no. <laughs> the streak is broken. Well, it was, you know, three. In a, that's not bad for that's us. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, again, don't know. I, I think... I'm going to try to phrase this the best way. I think it's a disservice to the character T'Challa to not recast that iconic character. However, I, de- I, I see the other side of it. It's, you know, out of respect for Chadwick Boseman, who was, you know, obviously T'Challa. I, I see both sides. However, there's so many more stories that I, I think in this iteration of the MCU, we won't see a new Black Panther, a new T'Challa, I should say. However, because everything that's old is new again, 20 years from now, we'll have a new T'Challa. Possibly, yes. And so I... Because we've had a new everything else. We had a new Spider-Man. We've had a new Batman. We've had new, you know, Superman. We we have a new everything else. I don't think there's a way that T'Challa is forever shelved. No, I, I agree. Um, uh, me and my son were actually talking about this today because I was kind of telling him about, about the list. And I, he, he was, he was saying like, yeah, they should have just recast him. And I said, I sort of agree, but at the time of when he passed, they did not have much time from his passing to the time that they had to go, Hey, this is what we got. We got to break the story. Right. 
they didn't have much time. If you, if they would have had, and now, now they do have time, but they've already been writing the story and stuff. If it would have been, uh, let's say a year from the time that he passed or even two years from the time he passed to the time that they had to start writing the story, I think they would have recast because it would have been a respectful amount of time. You but think it, they had to go in there pretty quickly. It, I am not here to speak ill of, of the dead or anything, like that, but Chadwick, you know, he didn't let on that he was sick. Right. So it makes you wonder, did he tell anybody? I mean, outside Apparently of maybe, maybe like immediate outside family, of his or family no. right there. When you're locked into a role like this, you know, and, and there is a way. I mean, we're in the, we, we're coming to the multiverse now, right? So there could be any, right, right. but I feel like if you're like, there's the, I want to keep my, my, you know, personal problems, you know, I want and and again, he, you would have never known he, he suffered or anything like that. He was right. ever sick, just, but I almost feel like, did he drop the ball by just not telling the studio like, Hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're telling me, and this is what I think you're trying to get at, that he should have been like, hey, by the way, guys, um, just want to let you know, heads up real quick, I'm probably going to die a little bit. So if you guys could, you guys probably be smart of you guys to start thinking ahead. Like, that would be, no, no, nobody in their right mind would do that. What? No. Am, am I, am, I, I can't believe that this has never come up before. No. Look. He didn't need, I mean, I, I'm going to try to, again, phrase this delicately because I didn't know his situation, but he was in blockbuster after blockbuster, key part of the MCU. And, you know, whatever his contract was, I'm sure he was properly compensated. At, at some point, he should, he could have said, I'm not saying should have, but he could have said, um, I've got, I, I don't want that. I don't want this to get out, but I've got, you know, cancer I'm, I'm terminally ill i'm yeah, I'm, yeah here's the thing it would have come out immediately then if it's in a closed door meeting with him it would have no no it, it wouldn't matter it, it would have somehow leaked if he told anybody else it would have somehow leaked think about it this way okay let's i mean god forbid let's say and i don't want this to happen but let's say you had whatever he had right and you so you only have a finite amount of time Obviously, that you're going to be talking with your family and stuff like that. Are you going to go to your boss and go, hey, by the way, you kind of want to start looking for my replacement right now because I'm not going to be here. I'll tell you what, what I did. Um, my first big boy job when I was doing radio in Nebraska, I because of my schedule, like I was calling football, then went right into basketball season, which went right into track season and, and softball, which went right into like Legion baseball season. So I like a two week window uh, ever really to come home before everything started up again. So I took like an, uh, a not like an unusually timed little getaway. And I told my boss, I said, Hey, um, I'm, I'm, hitting, I'm going home for, you know, a few days. Uh, before and I said I'm going on a job interview, and I got a pretty good feeling about this interview. I'd, I was trying to give him as much warning as possible. 
uh, that like you, we're coming up on basketball season. You might want to get, you know, start having conversations. He's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And I moved away a couple of weeks later. And not guess, the same, not the same, but I understand what you're saying. Not the same. Are you sure? Are yes. you sure that calling yes. high school basketball in Northwest Nebraska yes. is not any different than being yeah. cast yeah. in a major? No. Yeah, no, and I think I think everybody's going to agree with me that uh, it, it, Chadwick Boseman should not have told, or he had, he had no reason to tell the the producers of you know the MCU, Kevin Feige, like, hey, I'm probably going to die soon, and also he might not have known like how quickly he was going to die either. True, true that's you know, true. Um, but as far as recasting one thing you did bring up is obviously they do have the multiverse so they could have it to where they see uh you know a black panther from a different multiverse that something happened with his you know wakanda and he has and he's going to come over here or whatever you know so it, they they absolutely can recast now i would say i think enough time has respectfully passed Oh, by the way, I'm pretty sure that my comments about uh, Chadwick Boseman should have told Kevin Feige he was dying. Maybe the most controversial thing that's ever been said on the podcast. So comicbook.com, comicbook.com, uh, uh, print that shit. All right. What is your number seven? Nine number seven is we spent a lot of time talking about Wakanda forever. I know that's how I'm just gonna see what my number seven is. Uh, Black Adam, really? Yeah, huh? Okay, I just I, the only reason, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I probably want to see it the opening day, but um, it just I don't just know they there haven't been too much about it yet. I know they're just Society of America kind of in it, and I like that, but you got the I, I first seen... five minutes of the movie. You got Where's that first five. You got that. They did that at the DC fandom. They like Dwayne Johnson yeah. came out and gave no, like... they did the no, no, no. They did the first um like two minutes of the movie and then like okay. a sizzle reel. And then a sizzle Fine. reel. Two minutes, no, five minutes. Yeah. Now you're starting to sound like my wife. That, that's, I was going to say, ask your wife, there's a huge difference. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number six, then, is The Flash. That is also my number six. We're back. We're back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad we're not video record. I mean, I'm glad we're not posting this video because I'm acting awfully dorky tonight. So I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right. So, you know, not a whole lot to talk. We, we talked about here and there. Um should be fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what we'll see how that affects the M- overall MCU, not the MCU, DC view. So, all right then. What is your number five? Well, my number five was Wakanda Forever. That's right. Okay, my number five is uh, Spider Man into the or back into the whatever the Spider Verse movie, second movie coming out. Uh, into the Spider Verse. Yeah, that was my number three. Okay. All right. Well, just moving right along. The number four. What's your number four, Mike? My number four is the Batman. That's my number two. Ooh. And I, I've been thinking about this. My number four and my number three. I think it'd be like three A, three B. I think they're interchangeable. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so for the benefits, uh, I'll, I'll say how I have them written for posterity. I have number four is doc strange uh, and the multiverse of madness. And number three is Thor love and thunder. Okay. Um, so, you know what my number four is? You know what my number three is? So I just have two and one left. My number two is Thor Love and Thunder. Mm, I know what your number and my one number is. number one is Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness. My number one is Black Adam. Why? Because... No, I'm just no, I know. I'm, that's, that's, that's understandable. You know? First of all... Um, you, love, you love The Rock. I, I do. I actually have you watched Jungle Cruise. Adam. Have you watched Jungle Cruise? I have watched I Jungle Cruise. Yeah. You've, well, you've watched it. Yeah. Um, but it's you love it, people made to Adam, right? I, I, That's another sure. reason. Yeah. I like the, the new Adam more than never mind. That there's that's a that's a, some inside baseball that a lot of people aren't gonna get. Okay. But I do like the Justice Society of America. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah. I, I do like what I think this some of the premise of this movie might be, might be a little like Indiana Jones ish mm-hmm. where they're, you know, like going to find a relic or something like that. Um, I like, so like red, red notice, we talked about red notice before, but, right. and I love the Indiana Jones movies. I like relic heists, you know, like even national yeah. treasure, you know? Um, so I think there's going to be elements of that. And, this is the movie that has been talked about and we've been trying to get primed and pumped for, for the better part of a decade. And we're finally getting it in 2022. I I will say the only reason I ranked it as low as I did. And because first of all, the other ones before and I'm more interested in, I it's also because I I know exactly the character the rocks going to play. Do you though? Yeah, I know his. I know his mannerisms. I know. I know. I unless they completely change it up, I think he's going to be thought of as evil at first, and then he's going to end up being the good guy, or an antihero at least, at the very least. I think it would be best served if, in this character. The Rock was just, and, and I call him the Rock. Really, he's it's Dwayne. Uh, if Dwayne was like full villain, no, I agree with you. It would be, but can does the Rock's ego and or pocketbook mm-hmm. allow for like a heel? character for i mean like he, he was great as a heel in wwf but that's a different yeah. ball game uh and i don't know in this movie you know we, there are rumors of maybe superman we you know we have hawkman things like that but uh, every great heel needs a great hero yeah i don't know if we're going to be getting a great hero yeah. i know tr- Traditionally, according to the comics, I may be way off based on this, but it's my understanding that Black Adam took the power of Shazam and never relinquished it. So, like, if he were to ever relinquish the powers, he'd be like dust. That's what I heard, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like the powers, but 
I, I don't know. That's why, that's why I'm, that's one of the reasons why I'm very interested in this movie. Cause I want, I'm, I'm ready to see the fruition of all of the years of, of, I think, I think a project is served best when the, I guess the actor or whomever is, is really passionate about it. And I, I know we, we know that Dwayne is very passionate about black Adam. So yeah. I, I, and I, I just am super excited. Was, I mean, he was also, he, well, and here's the thing. He's passionate about all of his projects, which is, it's good. It's it's a, it's a good trait to have, you know, absolutely. I'm he's passionate about that money. Yeah, absolutely. No, I just, I put my, I put Dr. Strange two on mine. It's part of it has to do with uh, how he was uh, in uh, how Dr. Strange was in no way home. Mm-hmm. And uh, we know, a, I saw a good trailer for it. And I almost kind of want to not know anything else about it. Yes, I'm in big agreement in that. You know, like I've I've heard I've heard rumors, but I I'm not even substantiating any of the rumors because I think there is. It, you know, when when I was hearing rumors about spoiler alert, uh, No Way Home with uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in there, there was like it, it was it went it wasn't rumors like it was like. Here's some set photos and stuff like that of, of them in there. And those um, those were Photoshop. All Photoshop. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and so like I don't, I'm not hearing anything like that with Doctor Strange 2. And I, I hope to keep it that way. Like I hope to I hope to be if there are, are any surprises, I want to be surprised in the theater. But we do I, know. Oh, oh, actually, one thing I was thinking about is kind of goes along with our other list with WandaVision. Because I like I said, I, I watched the series finale of WandaVision again. And I and I had completely forgotten about this with the kind of the after credit scene where you see, you know, um, Scarlet Witch walking around, you know, by the cabin, and then you see in the astral plane, and the, her in the astral plane, right? The, the almost like it was like an evil version, kind of. Um, so in the trailer for Doctor Strange two, when he approaches Scarlet Witch, is that her avatar or is that really her? Like is because it makes it seem in the trailer that she's not evil, right? right. Yeah, that, you know that was definitely my but, takeaway from it. Yeah, but but is that? And I didn't think about it before. Like I said, until watching One Division again or the series finale of it again, is that just uh, a character kind of? You know, like I said, her avatar or something. So I don't know, just something interesting. We'll find out in whatever month yeah. that that's uh, released into theaters. May May oh uh, May sixth, twenty twenty two sooner than i thought yeah yeah way sooner yeah black adam comes yes black adam comes out um oh actually i just looked it up they canceled it sorry dang it (laughs) (laughs) it's not fair mike uh all right thus begins our 14 hour podcast let's go I don't have a timer on. I don't know how long we've been going. About an hour and a half. Is it? Yeah, sounds about right. Maybe maybe about an hour. Well, I don't know about you, Mike, but I think I'm just going to call it a night. All right. But sure if you, you want to stay on here, hours? if you you stay on here. Nobody wants to listen to me. Trust me. They would much Except rather look at you. <laughs> yes. And I'll just me be like this. Okay. That's creepy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> You don't uh, want this as your screensaver? 
No, I want that as like my, my downrange target practice. <laughs> oh yes. Even better. That's ladies and gentlemen, uh, right. trust me when I say woof. <laughs> I agreed. Agreed. So I feel like, uh, I, I should, I don't know if I'm going to go lay in bed and watch something or go to my chair and watch something, but I'm going to be asleep in, in the next 15, 20 minutes. I was going to say why it doesn't matter either way. You're just going to be, why don't you just say I'm going to bed? Okay. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. All right. <laughs> I gotta take the dog out first, maybe get a couple cookies. Yeah. Take that dog and get some cookies. If you know what I mean? I I, I don't. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you know what Mike means, or you dare to speculate, leave us a comment. <laughs> Just hey. go. You should go. Go wake Ashley up and go. Hey, this dog wants some cookies. If you know what I mean. Uh, and then, and then when you come over here because you got kicked out of the house, <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to be like inclement weather for the next twelve hours. So I know. Is it, is it snowing yet? Okay, um, I, I don't know. I'm, I've been talking to you for the last hour and a half. That's true. Yeah. So, so why don't we hang up and then we'll all go outside. And if it's snowing, right. we'll take all pictures right. and show it to each other. Yes. 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 Perfect. Okay. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. You're the best fans any podcast could ever ask for. And all we ask is to tell more people and bring more people to the show so that the best fans can grow. What? Oh, I don't know. You act like you're waiting for some proper setup. All right. So uh, for myself, Greg Mahachko, for the co-host of the year, Captain Graybeard himself, Mike Luther, we just want to tell you, as always, we love you and to be kind. And rewind. That was enthusiastic. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.